0: Today, we've got some really practical tips to help you with nature study. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. I am really excited about our episode today. Karen Smith is joining us to discuss how do you go about observing in nature study? We often say, you know, observe all you can. But you shared in a session at our retreat recently some real practical tools to help us walk through that observation time, questions we can ask and steps we can take. So I really wanted you to share that with
1: everybody, if you will. There are four steps to helping your children and yourself learn how to observe better in nature. And those are notice, think, about it, ask questions, and then reflect on what you have observed. And so let's take those one at a time.
0: Notice, think, ask, reflect. Reflect.
1: Okay, notice. Notice. Notice what you can about whatever object you're looking at in nature. And that could be a leaf. It could be a tree. It could be a flower. It could be um, maybe a bird at your bird feeder. Anything. It could be an insect. Tell what you notice out loud so that you remember that. I noticed a robin at my bird feeder eating bird seed.
0: And this noticing and observing, because to me, this step number one is almost as far as we often get, just noticing. But I remember in another session you talked about using your, all the senses you possibly can yes. for that noticing. Yes. So that's where that, the senses come this into play. This can come in
1: that, in, into play there. Um, the other thing is if it's an object you can hold or you can move around, mm-hmm. so maybe it's an insect on a plant or it's a rock you're holding in your hand, look at it from different perspectives, oh, yeah, underneath yes. or above or from the other side. So that you see more of it than just that one observation that you see up there. And I guess Sometimes you could... turning it can...
0: You could even do that with something that is larger, like a tree. You could move yes. to look from a different yes. perspective as well.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, just I like, like an insect on a flower, you might not want to touch Right. pick up you know, the bumblebee on the flower, but you can move around that flower and observe it from other directions. Yes. So... Okay. So do that. That's so important. So that's
0: notice. And, and now we're going to get into what else you can do. Because yes. like I said, so often you end with notice. Okay, I'm done. Yes.
1: Now the think part is mm. think about what does that object remind you of? What does it look like to you? Mm. Now that could be something that you're looking at a leaf and you notice that its shape is like a mitten. It reminds you of that. And that gives you a connection to it. So, okay, when I see this leaf again, oh, it's mitten shaped. I've, I've seen observed that before. that before. Yeah. So it could be another object, or it could be another uh, leaf that you've seen, or in the case of an insect, another type of insect that you've seen, it reminds you of that one. There's some similarities there. Okay. So that's what you're thinking about. You're associating it with something that you know. So there's that connection. Now you can ask questions. That's the about third that step, object, asking the third questions step. Now. And these are just the typical who, what, where, when, why and how questions. And you don't have to come up with a question for every one of those, because sometimes they won't apply. Okay. But the idea is to learn what you can about the object by asking those questions, as many as you can. So you might say, um, maybe you've seen a nest Well, who built that nest? Mm, mm -hmm, You might have mm -hmm. to observe for a while to see what birds come back to that nest. Or you might just have to make note of the nest material and how it's made and where it's at so that you can go look it up in a field guide or online and see what type of nest it was. Because all the birds make different nests. Yes. So that's yes. part of now your observation. Now I heard a couple other
0: questions when you said what it's made
1: nope. of. We're going to get to those. Okay. Yeah. So that would be the next one. What is the nest made? Yeah. Made from. Did the bird use mud, grass, twigs, string, horsehair? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, mm-hmm. there are all sorts of things that birds use for nesting material, and those are clues to, again, what who made this nest. Learning more about But learning it. about mm-hmm. how is it mm-hmm. made? Who is it? So the who made what it. Is it made what is it made from? And what is it made from? Yeah. Who, what, where? Where. Where is the nest located? Oh, yes. Is it located high up in a tree? Is it on the ground? Is it in a bush? Is it in a drain pipe?
0: We were mm-hmm. on the road the other day, and we stopped at a fast food place, and it had drain pipes up above with holes in the drain pipes. And this little, I think it was a sparrow. Probably. Was flying there, and it had this piece of hay it almost looked like, just a, a small piece of hay in its mouth, and it just disappeared into that little hole, and then it came back out without the hay. Yes. It like, it was building a nest be, up there. Yes. That's where.
1: Yes. That's where it was. <laughs> You'll often see them on the signs that are on stores, you know, the big big letters that they have. Oh, yes. Those are not flat, and birds will often build on those. Yes. So where is it built where's this nest Mm -hmm. okay who what where when when was the nest made now you might not know if you find it in the fall after the leaves have come off the trees you might not know when that nest was made but if things um, fall into place that you see a robin building a nest you can observe and watch when it's made. And you can record that in your nature journal or on your calendar. The robin began building this nest on this date and finished the nest and laid the first egg on this this date. So you have that timeline and that's learning how long does it take a robin to build a nest. Well, I've observed it this one time. I'll watch again and see if that's the same next time.
0: And if you find that empty nest in the fall, you might make a note to start watching that location in yes. the spring, yes, early spring, and see if you can find a bird right. creating a nest there. So that's another potential long-term yes. nature study yes. that we've talked about in yes. other episodes. We'll leave a link to that one so people can refer back to it. But those long-term nature studies can spring from this observation. Oh, yes. Wow. So that was the
1: When, 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 okay.
0: Who, what, where, when, why?
1: Why? Why was the nest made? Well, a nest is usually made so that the bird can lay its eggs and raise its family. Not always. The sparrow you mentioned earlier, Uh they build nests all the time. They just do that. (laughs) (laughs) And so they'll stuff any cavity they can find with nesting material. But but usually a bird is going to build a nest at a specific time to, for a specific purpose, which is to raise their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why is a question that you can ask about your object. Yeah, and young
0: children will probably come up with a lot of why
1: questions. Oh, yeah. Why, mom? Yeah. How? How was the last one? Here? How was the nest made? Mm. Did the bird weave the material together did the bird use mud to... Stick it together. Stick it together. Yeah, yeah. Is, you know, some birds nest on the ground. Maybe the bird just, you know, found a clump of rocks and laid the eggs on those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. How was it made? Every bird is different. So... Those are great so, questions. Mm-hmm. So I can see
0: how we're going so much farther into observing nature for ourselves than just the notice. Yes. So we've noticed, we have thought, what does this remind us of, we think about it, Mm -hmm. and now we have asked these questions.
1: Yes. And then the last one was record? Reflect. Reflect. Reflect on what you have observed. And that's when you do record your your observations, whether you write them down, or you draw them, or you do both, or you just state out loud What you observed. Put it in your own words. Put it in your own (laughs) words. (laughs) Because that's how you're going to remember it, when you do something (laughs) with it. And so you reflect on it. What did I learn with my observations today? Those are great steps. Yes. Those are great steps. Did you come up with those yourself? I did not. I mean, I do those naturally on my own. But um, I saw those in a book, and I kind of simplified what was in the book a little bit. But I got those ideas from John Muir Laws from this book. The Law's Guide to Nature Drawing and Journaling by John Muir Laws. Now, the, the first part of the book covers what we just went through and more. And then the last part of the book is how to draw different objects in nature. Oh, okay. So... If you need drawing instruction or you like that sort of a thing, that part of the book can be useful also.
0: We'll leave a link but, to this for mm-hmm. everybody to find. I know he also has some great free downloads on his website with yes. good tips, too. Mm-hmm. But this is gold, these these four steps. Yes. I can if, see yeah, how... If you
1: can remember th- those four steps, yeah, notice, yeah. think about it, ask, ask questions, questions about it, and, and reflect on forward. what you learned. Yes. Four simple steps.
0: But it makes things go so much deeper than just observe. Yes. It gives you a little framework Mm -hmm. to work through. I love that. I love that. All right. So do we want to try one in real time here? Yes. All right. We have this little nature object from my front yard. And um,
1: let's see if we can walk through the four steps. So the first step is notice, notice what you can about it. What do you notice about the
0: leaves? I know Well, number one, I notice that this is a twig off of a tree. Good. That's okay. a good place to start. We need to, to start. start there, especially for people mm-hmm. who are listening and not watching to the, this podcast. <laughs> that would help them know that this is not a little bunny I'm holding. All right. Um, the leaves... Some of them are baby tiny leaves, I just turned it over. Because you said look from different perspectives mm-hmm. and there's some little baby tiny leaves and that aren't quite unfurled yet. And there's some medium sized leaves and there's some large ones. They are, I'm feeling them now. They feel a bit waxy. Very little bit of serration around the edges. Mm-hmm. Um The veins on the leaves look like they're alternating from that middle point, that middle Mm -hmm.
1: line. The leaves are lighter on the underside than on the top side. Oh yes, they are lighter green. Mm Mhm. What about?
0: Well, I was going to say the leaves coming off the twig are also alternating.
1: Yes. Yes, they are.
0: Those are good. They aren't coming off together the same point. And then at the bottom... Oh, thank you. (laughs) And then at the bottom, closest to where it came off the trunk or the branch, we still have these two clusters of blossoms. And those have like little stars underneath the... They're the white blossoms with the purplish... I'm, I'm going to get real technical here, stringy things in the middle. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and holding up those delicate white petals, there's a, like a green star underneath that's holding them up. But they, they're on the ends of these long dangly stems, mm-hmm. little clusters, lots of clusters. From, oops, somebody just fell off. Hang on there, guys. <laughs> Lots of clusters coming off of this one bit. I'm using all these wonderful technical terms okay. and I'm feeling a bit foolish because I don't know them, you That's know? That's
1: okay that you don't know them because this is about observing, not learning tem- terminology. Thank you. That makes sense. So you are doing well.
0: I also observed that this leaf has been chewed on by an insect.
1: Yes, somebody was having a meal. There's several, on, several on here That. Oh, look at that one,
0: yeah. So whatever this is, this type of leaf, there is some kind of insect that really likes it, and this one really liked this partially grown leaf. It must have been very tender, yes. so it went for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right. So we've observed. So we've note. Um, that's the notice. We part, and we used several senses. Oh, it does have a beautiful scent. Smell the blossoms. The blossoms are lovely. Yes, they're. I can't describe them. How do you describe a scent? You can only compare it to something else. Anyway, yes, I, so I looked, I felt it, I smelled it. I'm not gonna taste it. And listening to it, you know, that's not going to glean me too much there, but I used as many senses as I could. I noticed. Okay, sure.
1: next. Think about what it looks like. Do the leaves remind you of some other object or some other tree that you have observed, or the blossoms, or the color of the bark? Anything about it? Does it remind you of something else? the
0: The leaves kind of remind me of the little um, fig tree that I have in, in my house. I had one for many years. And they're kind of that same shape, mm-hmm. that
1: the fruit trees have similar shape. shaped leaves.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that. And then the blossoms are white with the little pink in the middle. But the clusters remind me of, I want to say bleeding heart, but that's not the right type of flower. There's another flower that has the little white dangly downs to use the the correct oh, terminology. The correct terminology. Yes. yes, of course.
1: So there you go. It, it also you can see you said this is a type of cherry tree. Yes, it's right? a From Japanese your yard. cherry you know tree. That. Yeah. And looking at the stems and how the flowers are formed, you can almost see how the fruit will hang it on there is. and if you've seen cherries on the stems,
0: that it, looks just like that. Yeah. Where that little white petal is, that's where the cherry would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, of course.
1: You're so clever. How about if we move on to asking the questions? Okay, let's do. Let's okay. Do. Well, who? Who planted this?
0: I do not know. Somebody in the past. That's, that's right. That's all
1: we can tell about that, and that's okay if you can't answer all the questions. That's not the goal. Okay. The goal is to learn what we can, not check off boxes. Who, what? 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 It is a Japanese cherry tree. Yes, and you know that because you've identified it before. Because we've lived here for 22 Mm -hmm.
0: years, and eventually I figured out I should get to know what kind of tree this is. Yes, (laughs) But if you
1: didn't know what it was, you could use a field guide Mm -hmm. or a tree key to look it up. If you couldn't find it in that, it's an ornamental tree in your neighborhood, you might go to a garden center or a plant nursery and see if you can find that tree. And I could take a picture of this and and Mm -hmm. show it to the experts there and see if they could help me with it. Or your county extension office sometimes is a good source. Good. Because they're supposed to know everything about your area.
0: Okay. That's who, what, where. Where? Front yard, but there's two trees right next to each other and they're two different types. So I have to know which one it is Mm -hmm. that is the cherry tree and I know where it came from, yes. And it
1: grows in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I in Georgia. The, the blooms all over the place, yes, here in so, Georgia. You probably, I don't know if you have these up in Illinois.
1: I don't know if we have that kind of cherry. We do have cherries. Yes, but, but maybe I, not But I don't know if we one. have that particular one. Okay, that's the where, who, what, where, when. when. Now that could be when was it planted. That could be when did the blossoms first appear. Um, we can tell from looking at this that the leaves came out before it blossomed. Because the leaves are full. Yes. And the blossoms are still blooming. Yes. yes. If if it bloomed before the leaves came out, you would see the flowers, but not the leaves or just little leaves starting to emerge. So those are important questions to, to ask, too. That's the when. That's the when. How? You could see how does it grow. You've already mentioned that the leaves... Are alternating and even the the veins on the leaves you've made observations on that any of those could fall under how okay why why did it grow here why does it leaf out before it flowers we might not know the answers to those questions mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. can still ask them and see if we can figure it out make or even make some guesses maybe in this case the leaves come out first because what's needed to pollinate the flowers needs the leaves oh. I don't know if that's true but that would be an observation that you could make and you could jot that down in your nature journal and as you continue observing in those long time nature observations see if you were right or not. Or even just jot down your question. Yes. And see if you can mm-hmm. find the answer later on. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So we went through the questions. Mm hmm. We're to our final step. Reflect on your observations. What did you find out about this twig?
0: And then I would write those
1: down in you my can nature write notebook them. You or can I would draw. draw a
0: picture of this.
1: Mm-hmm. You can draw. You can write your observations or you can draw it and talk about it with somebody or just even speak it out loud because that verbalizing it whether it's to somebody else or just to yourself helps you to remember also great great very helpful so
0: to recap we notice Notice. what we can using as many of the senses as possible We think about what it reminds us of, try to form a connection with something else already in our heads. We ask the questions, who, what, where, when, why, and how, or as many as are applicable. And even if we can't answer those questions, we can jot down what the question is and keep looking for an answer. Yes. Or we can jot down what we think the answer might be and confirm or clarify it later. And that jotting down leads to the fourth step, which is to reflect... And record our observations. Yes. Now that we have so many observations, if you had just said, what do you notice about that? I would have stopped there. But when we asked those questions, it got so much richer and deeper. And it's not that hard to remember those. No.
1: Even you did it.
0: Yeah. Which is saying (laughs) something. That's great. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's great. Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. We'll leave links in the show notes to the book that we mentioned, to the other episodes we mentioned. We hope that you'll join us
1: next time. Thanks for joining us today.